Welcome to The Body Nerd Show, empowering you with the super uncomplicated things you need to know about self-care and movement so that you too can wake up every day pain-free. I'm your host, Alexandra Ellis, and I'm a coach, writer, former yogi, kettlebell devotee, and 100% body nerd. So, are you ready? Let's get nerdy! Welcome back. You're listening to episode 22 of The Body Nerd Show. On today's episode, I'm going to be talking about what I've learned from a decade in the fitness industry. And I'm here to tell you it is more than just wearing spandex 24-7, although that's a big perk. I have learned a few more things than that. And how the last 10 years has changed my approach to fitness and movement and the small shifts that have really changed how I move on a daily basis. I'll also talk about how I learned to move better and how that helped me to stop getting injured. And most importantly, how you too can make all of these shifts. Before we dive into the episode, I just want to remind you that show notes, fun links, free downloads, and all the things live over at aewellness.com slash podcast. Also over there is info on Soar No More, which is my upcoming live virtual event. It's all happening August 17th. So if you want to know exactly what you need to do on a daily basis that is personalized to you so that you too can feel amazing every day, stay tuned. I'll share more about that. Also at aewellness.com slash podcast is a free download with nine things to soothe yourself when you're in pain, a link to join the free Body Nerds Facebook group, um, and the latest posts because you know I just can't stop writing. I really can't do it. <laughs> so today, the reason why I'm talking about this is because I just got back from teaching at Wanderlust Squaw Valley. And if you don't know, Wanderlust is a huge yoga festival that's in its 11th year at Squaw Valley. And in the last years, they have blown up to have running events. I taught there earlier this year at a 108, which is a mindful triathlon with running, yoga, and meditation. But Wanderlust Squaw Valley is really like the pinnacle of this entire festival. And it's three and a half, actually, I think four days of yoga, body work, music, meditation. Honestly, it's just such an awesome place to be because not only is Squaw Valley beautiful, but because you really get this sense that you can do anything and be anything you want to be while you're there. And so I have come home feeling just totally energized by that experience. And Wanderlust is something that I've looked up to for a really long time. And when I assisted at the festival in the bodywork classes two years ago, I remember saying to myself, if only I could come back here and teach, that would be amazing. And so to have just done that feels unreal. But it also helped me to realize not only how far I have grown and I've come, but also what I've learned and how that sets me apart from a majority of the fitness industry um, and really the yoga world. So it was really cool to teach body work. So I taught people how to use self-care tools to help themselves feel better. And the stories after class that people came up to me saying things like, you know, my shoulders have been hurting for weeks and now they don't hurt. Or my back and my bulging discs have been killing me, but for once, they finally feel good. Or I slept so much better last night, so I came back for seconds. Or conversations of people who have been considering surgery because they literally didn't know that they had any other option. 
And so that's really why I do what I do, to give people the power to know that there are other options, and then also how to explore these other options from a more informed place. And I know that when I started in this fitness world, I bought my first pair of spandex, and then I just wanted to do it right. I just wanted to move in a way that wasn't going to hurt myself. And I definitely got to a place where I was afraid of doing it wrong. And I was afraid that any of these quote unquote wrong movements that were out of alignment would break my body. And so everything became really structured and regimented and a lot of the same, same day in and day out. And I was active, you know, to any observer, you would say, of course, you're active. I was practicing yoga a couple times a week. I was running very casually, but I didn't feel like I was really strong. And even when I started to push myself and started doing more weight training and boot camp style classes, I'd always end up with injuries. It was like this recurring cycle of like, feel good, push myself, get hurt, be set back for two weeks. And it just kept happening in that same way. And it felt like I was playing catch up 24-7. I can tell you about one specific injury that is uh, fresh on my mind as of late um, was a bicep tendon dislocation or more of a sublux, which just means that the tendon kind of slid out of where it belongs and then it snapped right back, which is good but also not good. And so the class I was in, we were doing a bunch of bicep curls and then we laid on the ground and did some bench press style motion where basically you're just pushing um, a weight over in uh, like overhead up to the ceiling while you're laying on your back. Uh, and while I was doing it, I felt this weird thunk and I didn't think anything of it until the next day. Yes, I was sore, but again, I was always kind of sore and it was just something I learned to live with, but I couldn't get my coffee cup out of the cup holder. And that was when I knew. I was like, oh, no, something's wrong. So I did what probably you've done before. I just waited it out. I waited until it stopped hurting. And then I went back to work out, right? That's what you do. You just wait till it stops hurting and then you go back to work out. And there's nothing wrong with that. I was doing what I knew, which is just wait it out and then go back to what you were doing. So the next week I did another workout where we were rowing, which is a completely different motion, right? Instead of pushing, I was pulling and I thought my shoulders were fine. But what I didn't realize at the time was the problem wasn't the action of the shoulders. The problem was my body, my brain, my tissues, and specifically my shoulders didn't know how to stabilize themselves in a way that would keep them safe. And so the rowing action put me right back to square one next day, could not get my coffee cup out of the cup holder. And then I was like, oh, Nelly, this is a problem. Thankfully, my mom was going to physical therapy at the time and I was driving with her because she was working with a friend of mine, um, Dr. Don McCrory. Shout out, Don. You're amazing. Love you. Um, and so I tagged along, had my own appointment and Don was able to diagnose what was going on, that my shoulders were jacked up. And those are my words, not hers. <laughs> and so that was the starting point. I knew that there was like a lot of stuff that could be done, that my shoulders were not the only issue, but that was a place I could start. That was the most pressing issue at the time. Because if you try to fix everything and you're like, I'm going to get stronger everywhere, it's not going to happen in one weekend. Like that's nonsense. And that's just going to get you burnt out to go full out, you know, 300% ahead, you know, steam ahead. You just fizzle out. 
and it's not sustainable. And I definitely was realizing that there has to be more than just waiting it out until you don't hurt anymore. We do maintenance on our cars so they don't fall apart. So why not the same thing for our body? And why is it that we wait until we're in pain to seek help from a physical therapist, massage therapist, acupuncturist, or even worse, we wait until it's so unbearable and so painful all the time that it really does seem like surgery is the only option. And in some cases, it is. So this idea of what little bit could I do every day to make my body stronger and to help my body really do what it was designed to do. And so, like I said, I started with my shoulders. I learned how they work and how to get them stronger. And I just incorporated it into everything that I did. So yes, I would do some ball work and then I would do some stabilizing. And then I think the biggest shift, and this is where I think most people, especially people when they start working with me, and this is a shift I help them to make, is figure out how you can continue to get stronger for everything that you do. So not just working on shoulder stability while you're doing wall slides and after rolling out your rotator cuff, but how can you push a grocery cart with more stable shoulders? How can you close a trunk of your car with more stable shoulders? Is there a way to do push-ups better? Is there a way to do planks better? And the answer is yes, because your positioning and posture matter more than just when you're standing or sitting. So standing in line at the grocery store and the 45 seconds that you're paying attention is important, but do that more often because your body is the sum total of everything that you do. It's more than your workouts. It's more than just stretching. It's more than just sleeping and getting good sleep. If you pay attention to how you're moving as often as possible, that's when you really start to see the shift. And you start to feel more embodied in your body. You start to feel stronger and you start to feel way, way, way better. And it probably seems like it's way too simple, right? It can't be as simple as just paying attention to your posture and how you move and how you stand. And honestly, you could boil it down to uh, paying attention to how you stand and hip hinging more often. It literally is that simple. And you don't have to be militant about it, but definitely pay attention. And whenever it comes to your mind, tune in. What do you feel? Where can you make adjustments? Are you putting more weight if you're standing on one foot compared to the other? Because honestly, one of the easiest ways to get your posture dialed in is to get your feet directly underneath you with your toes forward and then stack the rest of your body on top of that. Or you could do it from the top down, getting your head directly over your shoulders and everything in alignment down from there. So like I mentioned, the hip hinge, and I'll post a video in the show notes uh, to my YouTube channel for the video of how to hip hinge so you can understand what that is. Essentially, it's just bending from your hips and not your low back, which when you hear it, it's like, oh, okay, sure, simple enough. And the biggest shift for me around the hip hinge was after a challenge from Brooke Thomas, who used to have a podcast called Fascia Freedom Fighters. Now she has a great podcast called Bliss and Grit. Again, I'll link to it in the show notes. And she challenged listeners to hip hinge every time they bent over for like a week, I think it was. And I realized how often I was bending from my lower back, which doesn't seem like a bad thing, right? In isolation one time, no big deal. But every day, every time you bend over to pick something up off the floor, to pull something out of a drawer, to bend over to brush your teeth, to wash your face, that stuff adds up. 
And so it was no wonder that my core wasn't getting stronger and my hips still felt tight because they were trying to create stability in the best way they could with what I was giving them, with how I was moving. All of this is to say that in the last decade, some of the easiest shifts I have learned that make the biggest difference are to move smarter. So doing things like hip hinging as often as you can and getting your feet to be parallel beneath you, moving more in all of the ways. So hitting that 10,000 steps a day and more, but also doing a ton of variety of movement from the inside out to things that are plyometric to quick, fast, slow, heavy, all of that. And really most importantly, to have fun because life is way too short to not enjoy what you're doing. So if you've been doing movements or workouts that are not fun, cut it out (laughs) do something that's fun and just move more. I think that's really the biggest lesson I've learned over the last decade, which is also crazy to say, like a decade, that seems like forever. And it's also been such a quick, a quick journey. At the top of today's episode, I mentioned my upcoming live virtual event, Soar No More. And so if what I've been talking about today has resonated with you and you are in a place where you also want to learn how to move smarter and move more and definitely have more fun, then you need to join us for Soar No More. It's going to be an awesome virtual workshop, which means you can tune in live from home. You get the recording after, but you definitely want to be there live because we're going to work on not only learning exactly how to troubleshoot any problems as they come up and any aches or pains as they come up. But also I will work with you to develop your personalized plan. So you know exactly what to do on a daily basis, just like I figured out my shoulder plan and moved forward from there. But your personalized plan is going to include probably five to seven things to work on so that each day you spend 10 to 15 minutes. And over the next 90 days, you are going to be stronger and more flexible throughout your entire body. So if you've been wondering what good posture is and how to do it, if you've been wondering what type of mindset shifts need to happen to help you feel amazing every day, and if you've been wondering what the specific exercises that will improve your flexibility and mobility are, join us for Soar No More. So when you show up live, you do get coaching from me and all the things I talked about and you'll leave with a plan for the next 90 days. So more information on Soar No More and registration. The event is August 17th, 2019. So if you're hearing this after the fact, bummer. But if you're hearing this before, definitely go check it out at aewellness.com slash Soar, S-O-R-E. And I'll put that link down in the show notes as well. So here's asking better questions, moving more, and always, always getting nerdy. I want to give a shout out to Deneen and thank you, Deneen, for your review of the Body Nerd Show on Apple Podcasts. She said, Alex presents meaningful incremental change ideas in a fun and informative way. She's an experienced pro who doesn't stand on ceremony. She just dishes it out. Listening to Alex's Body Nerd Show is like taking a walk with a good friend who shares her experiences to help you stay healthy and injury-free. So thank you so much, Denine, for your super kind words um, and review of the show. Now, I want to hear from you and what your body nerd hacks are. So you can either leave me a quick message at the Body Nerd Hotline, which is 818-396-6501, 
Or you can hit me up on Instagram. I'm at Hala Formala. Tag me in IG stories. I just love seeing body nerds being nerdy out in the world. And I want to know what you are up to that helps you feel amazing every single day. And together, let's spread the word that your body is super cool and you can absolutely change the unchangeable. I'll talk to you next week. Life without pain is possible. And if you're ready to break up with all the things that are only giving you temporary relief, I've got just the thing. Head on over to bodynerdshow.com to download a checklist with nine simple things to soothe yourself when you're in pain. It doesn't have to be complicated and it won't take you more than 15 minutes a day. Thank you.